What are your favorite Minnesota Wild podcasts saying about the Minnesota Wild this week? We find out today on Locked on Wild. Your Locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen every day. And just as a reminder, Locked On Wild is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. On today's episode of Locked On Wild, we present you at part two of the Minnesota Sports Podcast Collaboration Show, featuring such podcasts as Locked On Wild, The Soda Pod, Brave the Wild, Wild Takes, Sound the Foghorn, and many more. Uh, so we will uh, hop right in and uh, get you into part two of the Minnesota Sports Podcast Collaboration Show. Who do we got? Wild Takes. On the MN Wild leg of 10K Takes, Dev and Zooch talk hockey and nonsense, bringing you their wild takes every week. Here's some of their latest work. Let's start with the uh, the most, the, the final addition to the team was Jacob Middleton. Uh, so Jacob Middleton coming oh, back. Uh, 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 we got future consideration. Oh, sorry. We got, we, got, we got a bag of pucks I'm and so some new sorry. markers and some whiteboards, okay? Don't. That's correct. Um, okay. We're going to pour sorry, one out. We're going to pour one out. No, no, no. If we're going to do this, we got to do it right. And we're yep. going to start with the most recent trade. We have to start with the Minnesota Wild. Well, <clears throat> excuse me. We have to start with the Iowa Wild. Sending the Seattle Kraken, Victor Rask, for future considerations. I don't you know? have to listen to Wild fans bag on this guy because, you know, I think it's a good thing because now Seattle fans, they didn't give up anything for him. So what do they have? It turns it turns out that, my uh, sweet friends. future future considerations is actually a fan favorite in Seattle as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jesus, that's so mean. Listen, honestly, like all jokes aside, really hope Victor Rask like does well, gets another contract. He's a, seems like a great human being, and um, he got our Russian prince started two years in a row. So yeah, I, you know, I'm not gonna say I've got nothing but love for him because that would be a lie, but. Uh, you know, I really do hope that he does well. And uh, I definitely don't hate him. I used to, but I definitely don't anymore. Um, and we call that growth. Now, moving on to the more exciting and the slightly more impactful trades. Um, <laughs> Jesus, I'm sorry. That was so mean. <laughs> Jacob Middleton from the San Jose Sharks coming back in exchange for Capo Kakinen and a fifth round pick. He's Love a strong it. presence. He is a big physical guy. He's very solid in his own his own zone. He's not going to help out a ton on offense, but he's big, no. he's strong, and he is technically a rookie. He's only played like 50-something games. Uh, I think his total games played is like 54. He's great on the penalty kill as well. You know, he's a pending RFA, and as long as he plays in 14 games, he'll, he'll remain an RFA. But if he plays in 13 or fewer games, he will become a pending UFA, which means, of course, more money and blah, blah, blah. But... There's pretty much zero chance that that happens because there are 21 games left in the season plus a playoff run. If you're Dean Evason, who's coming out? I, I, if it was my gut, it tells me Merrill because I, Merrill plays a similar game, but I think Middleton's stronger almost. It's yeah. Just, so, it's just so tough because Merrill's a great player as well. 
you don't take Kulikov off with, with how much he gets up in the play. I feel like you have to keep him in there. But I saw some people saying Goligoski, and if you actually think Goligoski needs to get pulled off the ice and needs to be in the press box, I, I got some words for you. Nick Delorier, he absolutely laid a hammer on, uh, I want to say it was Marcia So earlier in the game. He scores a goal on his like first or second shift joining the Wild. And then uh, late in the game, he it's like a, a post-play scrum. Uh, Wild Bill Carlson from Vegas like falls down after trying to get a shot off, and, and he just, just like, sits there. In the He's just sitting I've, there. I've never seen anything like this in my life. He the didn't Lord even get care. He's just like getting dragged out, straight faced. He's like, "What is happening?" Deloria grabs him by the jersey and the pads and pulls him along like a dog. <laughs> if you didn't love Nick Deloria. Then, his debut if you didn't love him if you didn't even if even if you had gotten to the point you're like ooh, i don't know we gave up a third round pick for him that's kind of a steep price for this guy he doesn't really score and then he scores and you're like okay well it's kind of a steep price still i don't know who you know who knows what that third round pick oh, will be. Dude, fuck. and then if you get to that point and you see him drag wild bill carlson out of the crease literally drag him and that like doesn't do it for you like i don't know what to tell you so the wild are either trading pick 29 30 31 32 or a second round pick that would be later than the second round pick they just got for jack mcbain cool i (laughs) sign me the hell up that's exactly why he did it and that's exactly why billy garen maneuvered and that's exactly why he's a deadline hero he was he was wheeling and dealing on that deadline man absolutely he had a deal for cocking it in place before he even got to or before he got flower. He got flower and all of a sudden he's like, all right, let's go slide this piece here. He was playing chess and everyone else was playing checkers. It was, it was, it was terrific. <laughs> Billy G hops on uh, one of the trade shows. I forget which one. Wasn't it, it was, TSN? I think it was the for... TSN one. Yeah. And they said, oh, was it hard for you to give up Jack McBain? He's such a promising young player. Goes, uh, you trade Jack McBain, the rights to Jack McBain to Arizona, uh, which had to be done when it was clear he wasn't going to sign there. But was it still difficult to part company with the Boston College Eagle? No. No. Once he decided not to sign with us, it was easy. Easy to say now, but I certainly wish him zero ill will, especially because he brought us the flower, who is, yeah. I, fa- I'm very on the record, uh, probably my favorite not wild player ever. Uh, definitely my favorite. Wait, not he's wild definitely goalie. my favorite goalie. One of, favorite one of my favorite, sure. one of my favorite players of all time, not just currently, but like all time ever. Like I love him. Um, you know, I, it was I, surreal I, seeing him yesterday, even warming up. It was just so like, I didn't know how to explain. I was sitting there, jaw on the floor, when he was doing the, you know, they're just shooting at him. Yeah, yeah. Like, whatever. He was, he just looked happy to be here too. Yep. He so happy. He's just like, yes, look it's, at. Him. Seriously, it's so exciting. I yeah. am absolutely just beyond thrilled that Mark Andre Fleury is a member of the Minnesota Wild and and is is. Like it's just it's crazy. It, it, it's it's it is nuts. It's, it's I, hard I to almost like... don't believe it. Still, you're all probably already following 10K takes at 10K underscore takes. If you're not, uh, but go follow their hockey dedicated feed at Wild Takes 10K. 
And of course, search Wild Takes wherever you get your podcasts. It is time to spring into eating healthy, and Built Bar is here to help you along the way. And if you're looking for a little bit of a change of pace or something new from Built Bar, if you haven't tried their puffs, you are missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy, they're not just a protein bar, they're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Most Built Bars, like Puffs, contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to your average candy bar with 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. Built Bars are the best treat you can give yourself and a great way to spring into eating better. And if you want to get in on the Built Bar Madness right now, head to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off of your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Who do we got? Our friends at Sound the Foghorn. Brett, Justin, and Zeke represent Sound the Foghorn from wild to whitecaps, killing the analytics and prospect game. Here's a sneak peek at their latest episode. You look around the West and even the East to some degree, like, okay, we are what we are. We're big, we're heavy. Look at the grief line. That's our identity. And they are good. So maybe maybe the way to win isn't to try to outskill these guys or like out Tampa, Tampa, out Colorado, Colorado. If we can't beat them that way, let's just beat them in a physical sense. Yep. Right? So let's yeah. be bigger, badder, tougher, and see who wins seven. Yeah, it almost seems like they're taking it back to like the old Western Conference, kind of in the early 2010s, when it seems like the Calgarys and the and the LA and the San Jose Sharks just had these big teams. Just you know, Dean Evans sort of pounded you down low, and you know, established the forecheck yeah. where you know you see a lot of these new age teams, the Colorados, the Vegases, the you know, the Floridas that like to play that speed north south game. And it seems like the Wild have put an emphasis, you know, acquiring all these versatile players who are good skaters, but also can can throw their weight around and kind of slow you down and then just kill you on the forecheck and hem in your zone for a couple minutes and eventually just bang in a dirty goal. Yeah, I mean, the Ducks won the Cup in 2007, and they, they were a good club for about uh, five, six years after that. And that was really their recipe. They led the league in majors almost every year. Now you look at Middleton, Delorier, Felino. The top three guys in terms of majors this year, I think Delorier's 10, Middleton's 9, and Felino's 8, right? So one, two, three, boom. All of a sudden, this club is starting to look like those clubs, like the LA Kings, the Anaheim Ducks, as you mentioned, of 2010. You know, um, yeah, I think it was 2012, the Kings won the cup yep. with a big, heavy team like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're, you're absolutely right, spot on. I do think the game is cyclical in that sense, copycat league where some people are trying to copy how do you beat Tampa at being Tampa, the smart clubs and the one that might win it next is thinking different. Okay, how do we make Tampa not good anymore? Beat them up, right? right? Exactly. Or I'll, I'll battle them because it's still part of the game. You know, another thing we talked about last show, something I like about these moves too is Felino doesn't feel like he has to be the guy now. Like he can be the guy to stand up for his teammates, but you got Delorier and Middleton that Delorier is a, top five in hits and he's willing to fight obviously like got 10 fights this year or whatnot so it keeps that grief line on the ice together where they're so effective uh defensively i think they went like the first 21 games together without allowing a goal so you keep those guys on the ice bet uh more together i I just feel it it helps i think you're right and i think 
Like you remember when Greenway's contract came out, a lot of people are like, Whoa, that's a lot of money for Greenway. Mm-hmm. You know, like he doesn't have the numbers, but then you look at what the line does when they're together and you, you can lock up your identity for three years. Maybe you gotta overpay a little bit, or maybe they did who yep. I mean, I don't know the numbers, but um it's it, similar to Delorier, like, hey man, if if we can keep Marcus on the ice and it's it's not just about Marcus. It's about that line. If I can yeah. keep that line rolling all the time, uh, that's to my advantage. So uh, to relieve Marcus of the pressure of having to fight and sit five minutes in the box, maybe maybe 15 if he gets two, five, 10, right. whatever, right? Because that's mm-hmm. part of the role sometimes yeah. there too. Um, now I can roll these guys and Marcus can just focus on playing because when they play hockey, they're actually pretty, yeah. pretty darn good. You know? Oh, yeah. Hey, you don't score twenty goals by accident, so whatever I think. Is- <laughs> no, but it is. But it is amazing. You guys are stack guys. It is amazing. Marcus Polino's shooting percentage over the last two years has hovered around twenty five percent. Yep, he's led the league. Like the law of averages says, like there's no way this is sustainable. I would have bet my house on it last year. Yeah, that Marcus couldn't duplicate a twenty five percent shooting percentage, and here we are, three quarters of the way through, and he's done it. Yeah, I it's think amazing. part of it too just it's a testament to that line because they they just they create so much havoc and you know how many of those goals have been on you know rebounds or tip ins where they're just getting guys to the front of the net and just good positioning and you know wearing these guys down and finding those soft spots and eventually cashing in. But yeah, it's it's been great to see kind of the evolution of Marcus Felino you know pure defensive forward into Marcus Felino two way threatening power forward. Well, he's getting to he's getting to the point where it's like, well, gosh darn it. Marcus, shoot the puck more. Yeah. If it's going to go in all the time, you got such a lethal shot. Why are you only shooting it like 40 times a year, man? Like, fire that thing. You know, yeah, he makes but, some some dangles too this year. I've like, did Marcus Flano just do that? Mm-hmm. Like, you like jump yeah. around the guy mm-hmm. and dangle him. I'm just like, wow. <laughs> right. Our forward that can dangle. <laughs> right. So that's, a, that's where, and Brett, you were talking about it. It's pretty impressive that he's come from. Uh, a role guy, a Delorier, if you will, right? Role guy, fighter, to maybe he's going to get a sniff on the penalty kill, and he got that chance here with, with the Wild under Boudreau, I think it was. Uh, did pretty well with that, then elevated the lineup a little bit, third-line role, to now he's getting a sniff on the power play and just continues to produce to where he went from a role guy to in the same conversation as Tom Wilson, like, super tough mm-hmm. power forward you know and um kudos to him for sticking mm-hmm. with it and doing that if you like what you heard feel free to head on over to sound the foghorn any podcast platform that you have we should be there look for the minnesota wild colors and the iconic foghorn logo if we're not on your favorite podcast platform feel free to let us know on twitter or instagram at sound the foghorn all one word thanks for listening and enjoy If you don't already, follow them on social at Sound the Foghorn and plug that into your favorite podcast platform as well. Who do we got next? MNCAA, hosted by Nick Maxson. You get your weekly dose of Minnesota College Puck. Here's a look at what you can expect for all six Division One programs. We're going to switch over to Drew because uh, Drew's golfers are sitting in a really, really good spot right now. Uh, Drew, how's it feel to be looking down at North Dakota right now in the standings? That must feel pretty good. Yeah, I mean, uh, got to be honest, the Gophers, like we talked about it in the past too, like the Gophers got hot at the right time, man. Like it seems like in every other Minnesota team is uh, maybe not doing uh, doing the same thing. Um, but you know what? It, 
it, it, Gopher fans have got to feel pretty good looking down at uh, a lot of the same competition that uh, for the better part of this last decade, they've not really been uh, as good on. I get, I guess it's not 2020 anymore. It's 2022 right now. But uh, in the last decade, I guess, a lot of the Gophers are often looking up at a lot of the in-state competition in North Dakota. So, I mean, now it's it's nice to, to see it at the top, uh, see the Gophers kind of back where, where fans expect them to be. So and it should be a fun weekend, too. We get the match. We get the matchup everyone's been hyping up all season the, the michigan minnesota conference final so we'll see how it no goes. we we haven't confirmed if they're arriving in minneapolis just yet but we'll work on that uh, mm-hmm. in our insiders shortly uh but drew we still don't look up to the team that's just south of the dune sweeties let's welcome in alex michaletti for minnesota state uh alex uh, there seems to be no stopping you guys as again we get a freeze frame of your of your smile there um you know <laughs> i know that rural broadband internet is still pretty tough to get uh, but how do you assess the mavs are going into the uh, the CCHA championship game here against the Beavs. Yeah, we talked last week. Uh, you know, I predicted a Mankato Bemidji uh, final. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting. Uh, they're they're a <laughs> tough team to play off. Some um, you know, especially for they they really shut uh, things down and uh, uh, get getting uh, into a trap. Um, you can ask Wisconsin how that went uh, last year in the um, in the conference or in the NCAA tournament. They just uh, completely shut them down after getting a lead, and you know it's it's tough. So it's you know it's going to be imperative for them to to get the first one, and uh, you know if they can get their special teams going out of mass, it's really overwhelming teams and get that top line and structure. Then those kind of they are talking. Uh, announced the CC uh, teams. Uh, we had uh, Dryden McKay get goaltender of the year, uh, Jake Livingstone get defenseman of the year, and Nathan Smith getting forward of the year. So <laughs> pretty, pretty good. <laughs> We'll fix R2-D2's audio here in just a little bit. Uh, Ryan Stieg, um, I got to imagine that, uh, you know, again, you're facing this same squad. Uh, He's right. I mean, the Beavers do frustrate a lot of uh, of teams. In fact, uh, they frustrate them much to beat themselves. But uh, you've had some wild takes this year with St. Thomas. Uh, A couple of them actually probably should have gone your way. But is this really that far out of the equation that the Beavers can pull off an upset uh, at what would be the worst time for Mankato to have an upset? I really don't think it's that far out there to say it's not. I mean, I could easily see Bemidji winning on Saturday night because it's one game is different than a best of three game series because you get a jump on somebody, you can put them away early. And I think St. Thomas proved in their first game against Mankato that you can't really count anybody out at this point when you're playing in the postseason. The fact that they came so close. So I really, uh, I think Bemidji has is more than capable of getting a win Saturday night. I'm not, I don't know if I'm really going to go that far quite yet because I haven't really thought of my prediction right yet. But uh, <laughs> I I think they're more than capable of doing it, and I wouldn't be surprised if it did. Finally, uh, Sean Connery is also here. We're going to move on beyond Duluth. No, I'm just kidding. Max Veach, uh, feeling pretty good right now, I'd imagine. Uh, about a week ago, we weren't feeling so good. I uh, gave up home ice in the last game of the regular season. Uh, and then essentially uh, sudden life from the grips of sudden death. Uh, how does it feel to be a Bulldog fan after rather the, the last events have transpired uh, down in St. Cloud? Well, it's middle of March. This is our time to shine. It always has been, always will be. I just can't wait for it to, to keep going here. They always seem to find a way to turn it on. And 
a 5-2 win where we got to see a, an actual hat trick out of a UMD player for the first time and God knows how long. It was a, a, a sight to see. It was glorious. Everything that I wanted and hoped for it to be. And then uh, on Saturday, I got to watch him battle back from being down and, and just kind of you know choke the life out of all of the, the, the St. Cloud State Huskies that were out there and all the fans watching at home. Just like Judd's Buds, you can find all MNCAA episodes on the Soda Pod feed with episodes dropping every Friday. Go follow the dedicated college hockey feed on Twitter at MN underscore NCAA. MNCAA was taken by some douchebag with zero followers that won't reply to Isha with our very lucrative USD cash offer. The NCAA tournament is in full swing, and if you, like me, are watching your bracket go up in flames, or if your bracket, like mine, didn't even make it through the opening weekend, there are still ways that you can enjoy betting madness with the NCAA tournament. And there is no better spot to get all of the latest odds, contests, and player props than betonline.net. They are your number one source for all of your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season as well. It's not just basketball, though. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. So head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. You can find all of that at BetOnline, where the game starts. Now, Isha, who's the last show that we want to promote here this week? Brave the Wild. Joey has been in the Minnesota Wild podcast game since 2008. Here's a clip from the Chiseled Betcher. It's not been a good week for the Iowa Wild whatsoever. Just getting their butts kicked and not really scoring. It's been disappointing, to say the least. Beckman had been picking up the pace a tiny bit, but it's still he still had basically a half a point a game in the AHL. So I'm a little disappointed in Beckman. He had a good start to the season, and not so much. Same with Sweeney. Uh, Joe Hicketts, same thing. I mean, mm. luckily, Kaitlin Addison's been picking it up, and I think he's just right on the doorstep of being a regular in the National Hockey League. And I sure freaking hope so. Uh, Victor Rask has basically been their best player down there because, obviously, he's been an NHL player for years. Suddenly, he's in the AHL because it is what it is. You know, he's not a good fit for the Minnesota Wild right now, and he's in the final year of his contract which I'm sure both sides are happy about at this stage. Um, so that, that kind of is what that is. If we can talk about Jack McBain, if I can stomach it, I'm kind of ticked off about the whole thing at this point. Do you blame me? Yeah, I'm ticked off all right. Because <sighs> now, you know, Jack McBain, as he's emerged so nicely, had an amazing season. It sounds like he has his heart set on signing somewhere else. I'm guessing it's out east. Boston Bruins, possibly. Maybe Buffalo, which would be funny. Or the New York Rangers. I'm guessing it's the Rangers or the Bruins, but who knows? It could be anybody. But I'm thinking it's a team that has playoff uh, playoff possibilities going forward. Uh, and, a, and a well-known franchise. 19 goals, 14 assists, well, with Boston College. And, of course, we're waiting now as we head into the... Uh, we're in the... the uh, conference tournaments and then NCAA tournament. But Jack McBain talks is that he will be traded because he doesn't want to play for Minnesota for some reason. Uh, and when the Wild acquired Tyson Jost, that was basically it right there. Not because Tyson Jost is like, gonna, you know, is like a million times better than Jack McBain or whatever it is, but that's the roster spot right there. It was going to be Nico Sturm's spot uh, 
that Jack McBain was going to be in, he was going to be with Minnesota. And he's like, just said, no, I don't want to sign with Minnesota. There's still a small possibility, still a glimmer of hope because he has not signed anywhere else yet, but uh, and he's not been traded. So there's still a chance. At the moment, he's still technically our property, and he's had an amazing last week. I refused to vote for him, though, and I'm in W prospects. I just didn't want to because I'm pissed off at him right now. Uh, that's my old competitive side right there. You don't want to vote for somebody who doesn't want to be here, so hell with them <laughs> at the end of the day. Uh, the talk is that Ben Myers is the backup plan. Minnesota Gophers, he's a junior now, basically, but yeah, he's already 23 years of age. He's technically a junior or third season with the Gophers anyway. He's having a wonderful season with a team that very well could win the national championship. So if we if, if he did, we'd have to wait until April for him to sign with Minnesota, for go from Minnesota to Minnesota. Uh, Delano, Minnesota native, now that I've said that state about 15 times, also, certainly not as nearly as big as Jack McBain, who's six foot four, two hundred. Uh, ben Myers, five eleven, two hundred four. So he's got a big body at the very least. He plays a physical game, and he's the kind of guy with enough talent he could probably play in the middle six. We'll say in the NHL could end up being a very nice player. And the hope is that Ben Myers is the guy, and he would be willing to come to Minnesota, uh, where he would be a, possibly a nice replacement for Jack McBain, uh, long term, with uh, the Minnesota Wild. And maybe uh, have to skate a little bit in the AHL first, but I'm thinking they're they're saying he would be in the NHL basically. So he's been a nice prospect. Certainly, uh, he was never drafted, but he's a nice college free agent prospect basically going forward. It's just a bummer at the end of the day how things have turned out with Jack McBain. Because I, you know, hell of a player, hell of a player. It's just what pisses me off is he'd been kind of mediocre the first three seasons in Boston College. And then here comes his senior year, and he's unbelievable. And then he's like, screw you, I'm not playing for you guys. So it's like, thanks, man, <laughs> after all that. So whatever. <laughs> Drives me absolutely nuts that it turned out that way. But again, like I said, we're heading into those college tournaments. Really, really looking forward to how that turns out. Sam Henches and the St. Cloud State Huskies. Yeah, 20 points in 19 games, 11 of them goals. Obviously a wonderful senior season. He would have had career highs that he missed a big portion of the uh, first half of the season. That's unfortunate. Sam Hentges, he's a guy that, yeah, let's let's get him to Iowa at the very least at the end of the St. Cloud State season. Hopefully hopefully it's before the Gophers. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> hopefully we're bringing in Sam Hentges to Iowa before uh, Ben Myers joins Minnesota, quite possibly. Hench is 22 years of age, of course. Get your questions in every week by following at brave the wild and listen by searching brave the wild minnesota wild podcast all right thanks to everybody tuning in on google spotify apple Podcasts. i mean wherever you get your podcasts from the best thing you can do for us or any of the content that you heard in this podcast episode uh you can go on itunes and apple Podcasts, give us and give them five stars and a kind review it goes such a long way you're already supporting us by listening to this episode so you might as well go and review us as well if you're jonesing for more hockey content, go listen through our website, thehockeypodcastnetwork.com. And on your app, please download the episode before you listen, as it just helps all of our business. You can follow myself at VI Sports Talk. You can follow Hoppy at State of Hoppy. And of course, you can find the Soda Pod on all platforms at the Soda Pod. Signing off, I'm Isha me alongside the State of Hoppy. This has been the Soda Pod, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. We good, buddy? We good. Don't fear, just drink some beer and stay wild. 
That is going to do it for today's episode of Locked On Wild. Once again, thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen every day. Make sure you are following along with all these great Minnesota Wild podcasts uh, as we all combine to keep you as up-to-date as possible on your favorite Minnesota hockey team. Make sure you're following Lockdown Wild wherever you listen to your podcasts as well as social media so you can stay up to date with all of our new episodes and content all throughout the week. Lockdown Wild has new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.